What you're about to listen to is the first episode of the X-Animo podcast ever recorded back in 2019 with my buddy Ty. Hopefully this shares a little bit of insight into the beginning of the journey and where I hope for it to go. Thanks for listening. You get to hear me now. Hello, I'm Samurai Tai here with Doof, and welcome to episode one of the X Animo podcast. Hey guys, what is going on? This is going to be an amazing episode where we talk about microtransactions and their effect on the gaming community. We're going to be going over some things with Anthem, some things with Fortnite, just any game that has microtransactions that we want to talk about. I think first uh, we should define microtransactions and like what we're talking about before we go right, off. go ahead and do that. So basically the microtransaction is any real money that you can spend to get uh, cosmetics or different uh, in-game items that, you, that either give you an advantage or just make you look cool. Uh, but our actual money that's not in the game when you buy the game, you, you, if you understand. Here's uh, the thing. The way games used to be, you buy the game... You either have everything in it, or you can earn everything in it. Now, there, then it changed, and it was, you buy the game, and you have to buy extra things to add into the game. And people caught on to that. They didn't really like that. So now companies are saying, oh, don't worry. Everything you can buy is optional. It's not going to give you an advantage. But we're here to talk about why that shouldn't why the prices and stuff are still insane with the cosmetics microtransactions. Right. I, 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 as far as the uh, cosmetics go, like skins in Fortnite, I don't honestly care. I don't care enough to make a big deal about right. it because they look cool and uh, I they're not giving people advantages over me. Right, but it does affect some of the community of it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, I've heard stories of kids getting bullied by their friends in school or whatever because they only have the default skin when everyone else is, like, Ice King or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, default in Fortnite. It makes a difference. Right, it it makes a difference. So, even if it doesn't give you an advantage, it's still having an effect. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand that, and um, really, the, I think I th- I like the way that uh, Treyarch is doing it in Black Ops Four. A part of it, I don't like everything because of the pay-to-win guns, but I like how they make it completely free to everybody, um, well, with the option of buying. Respawn, Respawn Entertainment is a good example. They have non-ranked cosmetics. So if you have something, you can buy it to look cool, but it's not going to be different tiers of it. It's like, oh, I have something better than you. No, it's all the same. It's just whichever you think looks cool. Okay. And then all their DLC and updates and everything are free. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have you've already that. paid for a $60 game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, um... Also, uh, so back back to Treyarch. Anyway, they, but okay, they have the the tier system, which I think is it's nice. But I don't think I think they should like either expand the time or make them permanent, permanent. So like 
in in uh, Black Ops Four, make I think right. maybe they should make the uh, operations just last forever so that people that don't have time to play as much can still have an opportunity to get the really good items. On the flip because side, it is really weapons. nice. To Wait, hold on, hold on. Just I want to add to that real quick because they are putting weapons in further tiers, and you can buy tiers, which is if someone doesn't have that much time to play and they can't earn the tiers and get the weapon, then that's basically pay to win. Only if the guns are unbalanced. <laughs> right. I remember back in Black Ops 2, uh, there was there was a gun called the Peacekeeper that you could you, you only got for buying uh, one of the DLC. It was the one with Die Rise or whatever in Zombies. And it, it was... It was a fun gun to use, and it was one of the first um, viable weapons in Call of Duty. But it, it wasn't overpowered. When, when you hear about when you when you talk about assault rifles in uh, Black Ops Two, you never hear about the Peacekeeper. It's always about the Fowl, the M27, Scar H, all those the the shining ones, which I think is why it, it, not a big a deal was made back then about about it. Yeah. All right. Now that we've laid out what we're talking about, I want to ask you what your opinion is on a free game using microtransactions for their source of income versus a $60 game still using microtransactions for things that you should be able to earn. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Activision, I, I do not like their business model at all um, with, okay. with the supply drops and uh, all, all the stuff they've been doing over the past few years. I really don't like it because I've already paid a lot of money for it. But as far as Fortnite is concerned and Apex Legends, the, the, I actually really like uh, the system they've got going because it's all, it's all uh, cosmetics and it's a free game. So if you want to spend money, you can. And if you don't want to, you can do that as well. But it doesn't really affect you because it's only um, uh, cosmetic. But with something like Anthem where they emphasize the customization so much, but they only give you the base layer of things without you having to pay like $20 for every customization you make. Unless you grind for, I don't remember how much it was, I think 80 hours to get to like mid tier from really? what I've heard yeah that's a lot of grind for just a little bit of customization that you can buy for way overpriced right so, <clears throat> I feel like something like that it just doesn't work and shouldn't be around 80 hours that's like that's longer than the Red Dead Redemption 2's story, and that took me a month right. to do. And they say, do. oh, it's, it's to keep you playing, it's to keep there being more game, but if someone can already pay for those things right off the bat, and they emphasize that the game is a lot about customization, and you can't get to the customization unless you buy it or grind for a very, very long time, that's kind of game-breaking in my opinion. Right. I, I think... I think I've got something that may, may, could might maybe um, make it keep. keep uh, my, yeah, um, my goodness, 
I'm having trouble. <laughs> um, what I was saying is I think I have a solution or something they can do to avoid a lot of the problems. I think if if a company is going to have a tier system, I think they need to... If they have a tier system that's unlockable, I think you need to keep it unlockable and keep buying it out of it so that you can't yes. buy stuff. However, it's nice to be able to buy stuff in a tier system because it is good if you don't have for time. Right. For so, people, let's say, coming home from work and they don't have much time, they want the cool stuff, they have the option to buy it if they have the money for it. So how do we... Do we um, not necessarily fix this in a way because it's not exactly broken, it, not in my opinion. Um, how how do we how do we find a compromise between uh, the people who don't have time to play and still getting the cool stuff and uh, the people who have tons of money and they just want to get everything right away? I mean, it, but is there even really a problem with people having money and just throwing their money into a throwing extra money into a game a little bit i think because then it makes the company sorry i dropped a bunch of things on the floor <laughs> it makes the company a little bit greedy i think and then they start overpricing things because they know some people will pay for it but then that locks off a bunch of the stuff you have available to want in the game they're like if you don't have time you can buy it but if you do have time use literally all of your time to unlock this thing that somebody else is just going to buy because they have money for it I think it's very imbalanced uh, I definitely think we need that the company the first company that finds the right balance between the prices of their microtransactions and the ability to grind it first company that finds that is going to do great things I really think and I do think that's one reason why Fortnite and Epic Games are doing so well right now. Because it doesn't... But that's another thing. It doesn't feel overpriced, but they've made us... But other companies have gotten us used to things that are way overpriced. So I think Fortnite is still has overpriced cosmetic options. But at the same time, it's better than what we're used to. Yeah. Yeah, that so I is... think that's why we're fine with it, but I still think it's a little overpriced, also because of the amount of the player base they have. Mm -hmm. like they don't need to be making it that much, but the, I do feel like they've balanced the grind decently, even though I still haven't reached tier 100. <laughs> There's <laughs> right. only, what, three days left. It's only that long, really? So it's, it's a close call, but... Also, real quick thing. Season 8 is confirmed as Pirates. Really? Yeah. That's so that's pretty cool. <laughs> we, we have news! We have news here. We could do a little bit of a news update for gaming in every episode. <laughs> well, it's not the end. It's right about the middle, I'd no, say. And, I didn't uh, say the other. No, you did. I don't know. I said in in every episode. Oh, okay, end. okay. That's just my ears <laughs> going bad. It's it's the age, uh, the old age of nine hundred and sixty-two. Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty old. 
This is gonna be people coming back and watching this are gonna make this into lore. You're gonna be so old. My goodness, <laughs> if anybody watches them. Um. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. That was a rabbit trail. Rabbit we trails can be fun. But that's okay. Oh boy. Let's see. So we talked about Fortnite and Black Ops and a tiny bit about Anthem. Anthem. Uh, but the, those are the really, really the only games I know about microtransactions. Uh, Bungie does quite a bit. Bungie. Uh, what, what games very, have they made? It's very different. Destiny, Destiny Two. Okay. Uh, explain, explain the uh, microtransactions in Destiny for me. All right, uh, I'm gonna explain the ones in Destiny 2 from when I last played, which was a few months ago. Um, the game doesn't have a big player base anymore. It's massively based on just getting the coolest armor. And the way they've set it up with seasons is they have armor that you can't earn. You can only buy it to have it. And it's all about looking, looking like the best guardian. And I think you should be able to earn some of the stuff that you can only buy there. But I think they might have fixed that already with something called the Black Armory. I haven't played since then. Not sure, but that's just from the last time I played it. Right. That's just because of Bungie's shenanigans. They're Nobody likes Destiny. Stuff. <laughs> it's a great game. I just wish that it still had its player base and wish that it was still fun to play and wish that they didn't put everything into DLC so you could actually keep playing it instead of playing 20 hours and then being done. <laughs> right. But that's why you have games like Fortnite that never die. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I'm burped. So what, yeah. <laughs> Cut out that laugh anyway. Uh, <laughs> are we though? Oh boy. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and talk about something else real quick. We've reached halfway. We've talked about some of the stuff we can with that. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Fallout 76? Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I watched the E3 release, and I thought it was going to be amazing. They they were talking about the, the, four, t the four times world size, uh, the 16 times graphics or something like that and all the different monsters and all that good stuff and then when they said it was online and they were removing all of the npcs that's kind of when it when if when i lost it and another thing that i think they did wrong is which helped the fail of that game is they're still using the same engine they were 9 years ago Exactly. It's Fallout Four and a half. They could update it so much. They could have no crashes. They could have a fully flushed out game. They could have better graphics. If I didn't say that already, I don't know. Maybe I, you did. Maybe I did. So the player base instantly died, and because it's so multiplayer focused. And they weren't doing things for the player base. I think that's why the game died. Bethesda is very good at their game with their games, but every time they try to make an online game, it does not work out very well. I think maybe they should follow a, a model similar to how Rockstar develops their games. 
they have a killer single player mode and then they have an online mode that uh is i mean not as good as the single player obviously because that's where that, that's what what their games are known for but an optional multiplayer that uh, is fun to play with other play with friends definitely I don't like the idea of games being fully multiplayer or fully single player. Yeah, definitely. I know. I mean, games with like Shadow of the Colossus. That's obviously a fully single single player game, and that's perfectly fine. But I feel like games like Fallout seventy six that are wanting multiplayer but been based on single player. I think they should have options of both. Also, this whole thing with the you have to play a game if you're online, which is not something a lot of people can do, because not everyone can afford PlayStation Plus or whatever you need to be online. So, so many games are locking themselves off from more players. Yeah. Um, I think a game can be completely uh, story-based with like completely solo i just don't think oh, it can be completely multiplayer. <laughs> right uh are there any games that are completely multiplayer other than 76 uh black ops 4 black ops 4 oh black, black ops, ops 4, 4. Yeah. i i guess you could yeah i guess so it is all uh, multiplayer even though uh in zombies at least you can go you can do solo in that and, sure, but you still need to be online to play. Yeah, and I haven't done Specialist HQ. I don't think anybody has done Specialist HQ. I don't even know what that is. It's, it's um, it, it's kind of it's kind of like a campaign in Black Ops Four, but it tells story the stories of the specialists. Oh, I thought that was just videos. Well, that's what I, that's what I heard anyway. Uh, I haven't played it. I haven't even launched it once. And as far as Treyarch's um, uh, campaigns go, the, 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 I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this, but they weren't. Oh boy, let's do it. They weren't all that good. Treyarch, they had a very good World at War campaign, and a very good Remember, Black Ops no campaign. Rush. But after that was modern. That was Infinity Ward, Modern Warfare Two. That wasn't Treyarch. <laughs> I don't know. No rush. About. I haven't played the story for any Call of Duty games. Well, if you have a chance, uh, go back and play the Modern Warfare uh, trilogy. It is an amazing story. And you just said the story isn't that great. No, because that was developed by Infinity Ward. Oh yeah. You, you see, Call of Duty <laughs> I games. To keep track. There are the three different um, uh, developers. For, for the Call of Duty games, uh, Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, and Treyarch. Okay, that's right. Um, back on the topic of microtransactions real quick. I feel like Call of Duty is doing the right thing poking fun at it, but at the same time they're doing the wrong thing with their tier system. But the whole thing where you can buy a red dot to go in the middle of your screen for a dollar <laughs> like that th they did that as a joke but people bought it anyway oh really because you know what part of the joke was it 
it actually gives you an advantage for a dollar because it's not a red dot that goes in the scope it's a red dot that stays in the middle of your screen the whole time so you always know where your bullets are going to go even if you're aiming oh, okay it, it's like um i actually saw an external edition that you can uh for 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 uh consoles or actually not just consoles but any any game really it's a small like red led light in a suction cup and you you aim down sights and then you stick that right where that is oh on I your see. screen but and then the difference is when you buy this it's actually your bullets are more likely to hit near the dot when you're not ads it changes the game it does for a dollar is it still in the store i don't think so i think they removed it after the joke but right that's pretty it's, crazy. It's crazy. Well, I feel like things are dying down and we've been rambling a little bit. I don't know how long the episode's been going, but we but do have more to record today. That is that so. is true. Uh, we are going to be moving to a bi-weekly. Does that mean every two weeks? I have no clue. We're moving to twice <laughs> a week, whatever word that is. Um, I, we can just say twice a week. Twice a week, but there's a cool. I want to use a cool word for it. All right, you find a word for it. I'll do that. Search other words for twice a week. Go ahead and do it now. <laughs> no, that's too much work. All right. I'm just gonna stick we'll with. Tell you the word next time. Just, instead of to come back for the next episode, if you cliffhanger, what word <laughs> am I going to use? <laughs> cliffhanger. Anyway, guys, we'll see uh, you in the next one. Thanks for watching. Or thank listening. Thank you for watching, and leave your opinions in the comments. Give us some feedback on how we can get better. And we know we've been rambling a bit, but this is episode one, so don't judge us too hard. But um, thank you for watching. Peace out, guys.